So just the last sort of month or so, this is stuff that's been on my heart for I think a year and a half intensely, but in the last month I've felt God really beginning to rack it up. It's just beginning to intensify that. Um, and it's the problem whenever you pray for God to break your heart, um, that it happens sometimes. So right now, I just want to share really quickly five minutes of stuff that God's been teaching me, but I want us to pray into that because it's not just about what I'm learning. There's a multiplication app. It's available in the room. We want to see that released. Holy Spirit wants to bring healing and he wants to bring celebration. So I want to do three, three things in, in the next sort of five, ten minutes. We want to celebrate. We want to confess, but I want to challenge at the same time. And so... I want to begin by celebrating. That's what we're doing here this morning. Because when a city doesn't celebrate, then we, as the people of God, we, there's something on us that we have to step into that and celebrate our fathers. And it breaks my heart that there are cartoons out there that are shaping kids' ways of thinking about dads. If you watch Peppa Pig... And in Peppa Pig, dads are seen as being these obnoxious know-it-alls who are always set up for a fall. If you watch Simpsons, you see Homer Simpson is just this beer-swilling lout who doesn't have anything in his brain and doesn't really know what to do with his kids. And the more that we continue to speak that out over situations, over our cities, over our kids, over our families, you realize the importance And the power that your words carry when you're filled with the Holy Spirit. Because what you're doing at that moment is you're declaring those things to be. Because the living God is is living within you. So I think it's time to rewrite the story in that. So right now, if you're a man here, I want you to stand for a moment, okay? And that's going to be awkward for you. But we've got to press beyond this. Any man, no matter what age you are, I want you to stand right now. I want us to celebrate. So let's honor these men. Because they're men in this city. Yeah. Woo. Yeah. See, as I've got to know you men here, what I've seen is hearts that love their kids well, hearts that are willing to rewrite stories. Hearts that are changing generational practices that have dogged families for years. Hearts that are willing to take on all our kids that aren't even their own and say, I will love you with the Father's heart. So I want to honor you for that. I want to honor you for that. And I want to honor you young men. I want to honor you young men for being here this morning. Because it would be so much easier to not be here. So much easier to go with the flow and go with the tide. But you guys are standing and saying... Jesus is important to me, so I'm going to meet and celebrate him. So I honor you for that. So we want to celebrate, but I also want to confess. Because as we celebrate, we can't ignore that there's been times when we as men, not just as fathers, when we as men have not, have not fulfilled the godly call that's on our lives. And there are many men and women here who are hurting right now because their fathers, their partners, the men in their lives haven't grasped the father's heart and loved them as they should have. 
And so I want to pray for us right now in that because C.S. Lewis, I want to pray and I want to say sorry on behalf of the men in that. I want to say sorry, but I also want to release hope. This is what C.S. Lewis says. It takes an Irishman to get to the heart, doesn't it, C.S. Lewis? Regardless of your relationship with your earthly father, all of us can imagine what a perfect father would be like. He would be kind, loving, forgiving, encouraging, affirming, warm. That is a picture of your heavenly father. He is love and you can know him for eternity. And so I want to pray for us right now. So I'd invite you just to bow your heads. Just let's, let's just come before him in reverence. So Father, we thank you. We thank you that you give us the picture of what the perfect Father's love is like. And so Lord, I say sorry now on behalf of the men here and the men in lives, men in general, when we haven't stood up, Lord, to being who you have modeled us to be and you have created us to be and so would you just in this moment release healing in the hearts that are breaking would you embrace with love of the father over hearts that need that right now with the love of the father the perfect love over hearts right now that need healing And I pray for anyone right now, if you don't know him as your father and you want that relationship, I'm going to give you an opportunity to respond. So if you would love to know Jesus as your father and begin a relationship with him, because he will not let you down. Hear me that. He will not let you down. Even if you feel like he has, he will not let you down. He isn't going anywhere. He says, I'm here. My love will never quit. So if that's you, like just, just, just raise your hand. That's not a sign of anything that you're doing that's saving you. It just lets me know who, if I can pray for you. And that. So if that's anyone, just give us 10, 9, 8, 7, 6, 5, 4, 2. Yeah. Um, I would encourage you afterwards, if there's something in that, that you want someone to pray with you, just grab someone beside you and say, I could really do with some prayer around that. You know that we, we all get to play in this. We all have the Holy Spirit living within us, so we get to release heaven's authority. So thank you, Jesus. Thank you for what you're doing in the room. Thank you, Father. Release it. Continue to release your love. And then the third thing, the last thing that I want to do for us is to challenge us. Because we want to celebrate, we want to confess, but I want to challenge us as, as men, as fathers. And ladies, I need you to hold us accountable in this. Because I believe this is stuff that the Father is releasing over this city right now, and we need to stand up in it, but we need you to hold us accountable. Okay? There's this verse. 22.30 says this. This is Jesus speaking to Ezekiel in a, in a vision. And he says, uh, 
I looked for a man from among them who would repair the wall and stand in the gap before me on behalf of the land so that I would not destroy it. But I found no one. So while we honour and we celebrate what you guys are doing, there are still gaps in our city. There are hearts in our city. There are young kids in our city. There are problems in our city where we need to stand in the gap. That's the call that's on our lives, man. To stand in the gap and to be fathers of this city. To be city builders and to partner with the Father in this. So there's a challenge to us in that. Are we going to step up to the plate? Are we going to take that on? You see, we all get passionate about stuff. As men, you think that we're not passionate. We are passionate, folks. We just get passionate about sometimes the wrong things. Not that they're bad things, but they're, they're the wrong things when they take the place of the Father in our heart. So the last few weeks, I've seen people get passionate about the Champions League final. I've seen people get passionate about Brexit and politics. I've seen men get passionate about arts and cars and food and the gym and gaming. Here's where it gets controversial. I've seen men who are so in love and and passionate about expository preaching of the word of God and serving God, but they don't love God. So we have all these other things. They're not bad things, but we don't love God. And so how are we going to stand in the gap? It means that we begin to know him. Not just to love him, but to know his heart. So I challenge you. I challenge you to ask God to break your heart for this city. Where are the gaps? Who are the people that you need to be alongside? Where are the places and spaces that we need to stand alongside? Because, hey, we're not doing it enough right now. And that doesn't mean that it all relies on us. Don't get me wrong on that. But when God says he's given us a co-mission, that means he wants to partner with us. He chooses to use us. And if we're not stepping into that fully, then we're not stepping fully into the biblical meaning of what it means to be a man of God. And so ladies, I need you to hold us accountable in that. Ask us how we're going for that. And I'm going to ask you right now to pray for us in that. So I want us in our tables just to begin to pray for the guys who are there. Pray for the men that we know who can't be here today. Pray for our own dads. And hey, let's just, like when prayer happens, just let it go wherever it's going to go. And when the kids come back up, we'll see what God's been speaking to them about. Because they've got beautiful little hearts. So I encourage you today, let's celebrate who you are, let's confess, but let's challenge ourselves. Let's stand, let's stand in the gap, man. So I'm going to pray for us in that, and then, and then release us into praying in that. So yeah, Holy Spirit, we welcome you here, and we open our hearts once again to you, and we say, come and fill us afresh. Come and fill us afresh. Um, Father, where I've said stuff uh, that keeps people from Jesus or has been wrong, would you remove that from their minds right now? But for the stuff that you've planted in my heart that is for here for such a time as this, would you plant that and, and grow that in our hearts right now? So I pray, remove all awkwardness right now as we begin to pray for each other. This is, this is family. So we're just going to pray for each other. So just come Holy Spirit, fill our prayers in Jesus' name. Amen.